Welcome everybody to the Army of Unicorns podcast. In this podcast, I interview people who I work with at the 88, and I recognize both what they do at the office and outside the office, because that's what makes them unicorn. And today I have Adam Copeland. Gang gang. AKA at A-Face One. AKA. At the underscore robe trotter. True. I see Adam pretty much every day that I'm in New York, and he's in New York, because we work together, and we've done that for, what, five years now? Almost six, six in September. So I'm listening to his podcast. I have no idea what the 88 is. We haven't updated our website, so I still have no idea what the 88 is. What is the 88? I answer that question a lot. And usually my answer isn't an answer that I would like to be broadcast because I think it's my answer and it's not the way that everyone else sees it. But my answer is the 88 is an ad agency, just like every other ad agency. Everyone wants to be individual and say we have our own approach and we have our own way of thinking. We're thinking mobile first. We're thinking radio first. I don't know. You know, I think that what we are are people that come together daily to like solve marketing client problems, which in essence is an ad agency. And everyone wants to be different in this world. So you can't market yourself as, hey, I'm the same as the person next to me. So we have to create an identity that's ourselves. But um, everyone's doing that. So we're just an ad agency, which I like. I thoroughly enjoy advertising and working at an ad agency. Tell me your career path. My first job out of college was actually in construction. Then I moved to New York, and I worked as a PA on The Apprentice with Donald Trump. So then I climbed up the production rung of work, and I ended up as a first assistant director working on The Apprentice and a bunch of other reality shows. Then I made the jump to agencies, and I was a producer at JWT New York. So through this, I came into the picture. You were at JWT. I met you at the end of JWT, and then you were freelancing, and then... I was Kanye West's personal assistant. What is it like working with Kanye? Working with Kanye was extremely challenging in that he is a workaholic. The man does not stop working. He doesn't like to sleep a lot. And as a person that needs to be next to him all the time, it was just extremely challenging. And I think that he's a demanding person, but only because he demands so much out of himself. Respect. I respect that. Donald Trump. You know, my interactions with Donald were fairly limited as I was fairly low on the rung of production, but I had one opportunity to tell him to take a left when he was trying to take a right. Let's just say that. So people may be asking, what does production mean? How can you explain production? The production department sits between the creative department and the account department, where the account department is answering client questions and making sure we're getting what we need from the client, and the creative team is coming up with concepts to answer these questions the production team is responsible for turning these concepts into reality and still answering the budgetary needs and the timing needs of the account team. So basically, we make stuff and we make it on time. So obviously, Adam, working for six years of the seven and a half years, you're a unicorn. What keeps you hungry? What makes you happy? And what are you curious about? Well, I think that anyone that knows me and anyone that just met me will learn how hungry I am just in general for food. I'm a very hungry person. There's actually a Slack channel in the office about my snacks and it's pictures of snack wrappers on my desk. So what keeps me hungry is my belly and... And you exercise. And I exercise. 
Last night I actually did a race. I raced an Adidas race for the DPR running shoe. It was really cool, really fun. Shout out Black Ribbon, David Perry, Adidas. How are the sneakers for running? So I got the Pure Boost DPR, which I think stands for deeper. And they're actually really great. They're uh, really good looking. They did a good job. They're uh, uh, like a fast shoe. They're like a short distance running shoe. I was actually surprised how much I liked them. And I, I would say that I love these Adidas running shoes. Shout out at Adidas running. So you have a lot, I mean, curiosities, you have a lot too, and I want to get to other things outside of work. So outside of work, let's start with exercise. What have you done? I consider myself a semi-competitive amateur triathlete in that I swim, bike, and run. I've completed about 15 triathlons. That includes a number of Olympic length distance and a few iron, half iron man distance races. I've done two marathons. And Where, what marathons? I've done New York City 2011 and 2015. Represent. Some of the best days of my life. I experienced some of the highlights of my life between the start line and the finish line. And I strive to get there. And it's a long process to get to a start line. But the results emotionally, physically, mentally of getting there, succeeding, having the success of completing something you work hard for, even though it's not physical, it's purely an experience. You get a medal, but that sits in a drawer that no one sees. But just the experience of training and succeeding and fulfilling a dream is one of a kind. And if you haven't tried to get to a start line before, you should try because it's amazing. And it doesn't matter what start line that is. It doesn't matter if it's a swim race, a walk run, a triathlon, a 5K. Like I would suggest everyone try a race. Awesome. So exercise is key. But besides exercise, you've also had a couple of aliases, alter egos, projects. What do you even call them? I don't know what I call them. Since working at the 88, I have realized that people like to like things on Instagram and you can create these accounts and sort of have fun with it. Somewhere around 2011, 2012, I came sort of interested in man bags and I started a blog slash Instagram channel that featured guys on the street with man bags. I called myself the mercenary. The site was called Merce Game and it's actually still alive. If you look it up, the mercenary, it still exists. You're a pop-up blogger. Trademark. So what was your next one? So next was a Garçon en Blanc, translates sort of to white boy and I wore white one day to the office and someone's like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And I wore a white for three months. And then I bookmarked that pop-up influencer account with running the marathon 2015 in all white. And that one sort of ended because I couldn't find a white jacket I wanted to wear all winter. And that's it. RIP Garçon en Blanc. 21 guns salute to that one. And now where are we? Tell me where we are. 2017, summer is here. This was birthed in a tropical place in the winter of 2017. Who am I talking to? The Robe Trotter. Explain. So I actually took the Garçon Blanc account and blanked it out and replaced it with the Robe Trotter. The Robe Trotter is a one-size-fits-all style and travel channel. It focuses mainly around me traveling and wearing robes. It's all pictures of me in robes in random places. I do a little bit in New York, but I think it's most interesting in beautiful places. And 
I think that hotel and travel bloggers are sort of boring and it's pictures are boring and repetitive and hotel reviews are boring and repetitive. And my approach was don't review the hotel, don't review the place, just review the robe. What has Robe Trotter done in this short amount of time? Just how long has it been? Since January. I think I'm most proud of I climbed the tallest Mayan ruin in the Yukonet Peninsula in a robe and I droned it and I got yelled at for droning it and I also chopped up my hand. Check out that post. The video is pretty epic. And then I also went to the fanciest restaurant in the world, which had a pop-up in Tulum. It's Noma. It was an amazing meal. I wore a robe. Jonathan Gold was there, if you know who that is, who actually wrote uh, an article in the LA Times about that meal that day. So check it out. If you have a chance to go to Noma, it's amazing. It's worth the money. Do it. Marathon runner, triathlete, mercenary, Garçon en Blanc, now the Robe Trotter. Do you work? Oh, I work very hard. I just don't sleep. So let's talk about work. What are the trends of a couple of things that you've been doing over the last year? Uh, you know, last year's been, been really fun and interesting. I think we've done a lot of droning work. We've done chatbots. We've done a lot of live activations through Instagram Live or Snapchat. And I think what we're looking forward to in 2017-18 is ARVR. Production of the 88, can you bullet point out the things that are? So it's like, what is production of the 88? What have, in general, like, we've done videos, we've taken photos, we've drone things. There isn't anything we haven't done. At this point, we've done, we haven't done radio. It's the one thing we haven't done. We haven't done a radio spot. We've done billboards. We've done out of home. We've done television. We've done display ads. We've done long form and short form internet videos. We've done Snapchat filters. We've done Snapchat ads. We've done lenses, lenses, we've done chatbots, text bots, websites, studio design, layouts for magazines. We've done product. We've done branding. We've done POS, uh, point of sale stuff. Great. Yeah, no, I think that's what I mean. I think I know you started saying we're an advertising agency and whether that's taboo or not. I, I do think we don't really make ads. So I guess people are confused that you're an ad agency. I think social is what we focus on. But we've done a lot of events. I mean, you've helped produce events pretty much also. So I think it's that's just like we come up with the really interesting ideas. We make things. Adam and his team help make it happen. We have internal resources, external resources. We have a studio in Soho that's shooting photos, taking things. I mean, you're definitely busy. So I was joking when I say, do you work? I know you work or we wouldn't work together because I work all the time. So cool, Adam, that's it. So I think we have to wrap it up. Is there anything, anything that you're psyched about right now that people should look at? So I'm really excited for home automation. I think that 2017, you've heard about it a lot. And I think a lot of people are underwhelmed currently with the DAW and the Echo and the Google Home can do. But I do think it is breaking a barrier of robots into the home. Siri sort of does it, but people don't like it. But I think that this is really this minority report future sort of starting to really come to life. And I'm really excited about the Amazon Echo show. It's really interesting and fun to have this sort of technology that was just something, a, a dream when we were growing up. And now it's just, it's real. Joe and Travis got me the uh, Google Home and... First, I didn't know what the fuck to do with it. Now it's in my bathroom. I listen to news on it and I do the weather. But the real secret 
if you have a Google Home and you have a child, is ask it about animals and it does animal sounds. And Lorenzo is obsessed with monkeys and it like literally like nothing makes him happier than monkey sounds. So Adam, thanks so much. I know you're busy. Thanks for giving me time. I think this is really cool. Um, I really enjoyed it. What'd you think? I had a great time, man. Thanks so much for having me. Everyone, please check me out at, at aface one and at the underscore robetrotter. Squad. <laughs>